Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again. Can't stop, won't stop. It's another edition of the Cosgrid Iron Showcase live from MetLife Stadium today. And uh, we are bringing you the Cosgrid Iron Showcase and Symposium going to be held January 7th through the 11th in Bedford, Texas. And it's a big, big day here for us at the Cosgrid Iron Showcase. We are, like I said, on location at MetLife Stadium today. We are are broadcasting from the Northeast Conference, Media Day Conference, and uh, definitely some players on our radar that we're keeping an eye on and uh, happy to be here today. In fact, usually uh, we have the College Gridiron Showcase via the Defiance Fuel Hotline, and we do have Jose Jefferson on the hotline. But sitting next to me is none other than himself, Craig Red. So we have both co-owners with us today on the show and of course on the live stream if you're watching at home we're live streaming on the facebook live video today so say hello to the people craig hello everyone and be here we are going to welcome in your uh partner jose jefferson on the defined fuel hotline how are we doing today jose yeah is he seven two zero no no we don't have jose yet but we do have joe Everett and Justin Gamble that will be joining us in just a minute to break down the cornerbacks. And uh, today, Craig, we are going to unveil the cornerback watch list. And you guys had uh, a, a few cornerbacks down at the College Gridiron Showcase Symposium uh, this past game. And uh, here we are today scouting out some cornerbacks for next year's game. Uh, thoughts and impressions, uh, first off, today here at the NEC Media Day. It, it was a great day. I mean, I think there's some, some good – good kids and good sized kids, but you know, this kind of fits the, the mold of what we're talking about. It's not where you play, it's how you play there. I think there's some good FCS kids here in the NEC. So it was really great day to, to get to meet these kids face to face. Yeah, definitely uh, some interesting uh, names to keep an eye on. And we'll be, uh, we, we've been broadcasting all the interviews live today. We'll be having this up on the NFLDraftBible.com. We'll be unveiling the cornerback watch list today. Of course, you can go to CGSAllStar.com for the entire watch list for all the positions. And, uh, you know, Craig, what else is uh, going on with the Cods Gridiron Showcase? I, I know uh, NFL training camps are getting underway, and uh, a lot of guys from last year's game getting ready for NFL training camp and get a, getting a taste of that action. Of course, the symposium where you guys uh, at, down in Bedford, Texas, prepared them for this next level. I'm excited for these guys. I mean, this is what these guys have dreamed about their entire lives. Going to the mini camps, rookie camps was great, but making the 53, it's about now. It's about once these guys get into camp, what they can absorb, how much time they can get during the preseason game, specifically, you know, the the second preseason game and certainly the fourth preseason game is, is where those guys are going to make their impression, show teams what they can do, hopefully on special teams, um, and then with their position groups, and, and that's that's what this whole thing is about. So really, we're really going to be watching uh, with bated breath to see how these guys really do. And if you uh, hear the clapping going on in the background, we are live from NEC Media Day here at MetLife Stadium. We have a jam-packed show. Craig, you're going to hang with us for the duration Absolutely. of the show. And uh, we're going to welcome our co-host, the stars of the show today. And we're going to start off with uh, Joe Everett, never leaving a stone unturned. He brings you the names you need to know year-round. And he joins us right now on the Defiance Fuel Hotline. Calling in from Indianapolis. How are we doing today, Joe? 
awesome, having too much fun in the sun, but that also includes talking football with you guys, uh, fired up for the defensive side. I mean, this really is the meat and potatoes of this draft class, and the D-line, the linebackers, the corners that we've covered in the last few episodes, these are the names that are going to fit in that top 100. So this is just the uh, the quality of of the, of the shows. Yeah, we got a lot of cornerbacks to run through to help us do that. Is Justin Gamble always dropping the hammer on him, the guru over here at NFL Draft Bible. Back at it for another episode. How are we doing today, Justin? I'm doing good, man. I'm here to deliver some hot takes today and uh, shake things up a little bit, I think. Yeah, we got you dialing in from Colorado. We got Indianapolis connecting here in New Jersey. So uh, let's get into it. Let's unveil this College Gridiron Showcase watch list. We're going to start off with the first group of guys. And Tredavious White, LSU, a lot of people are uh, watching him this year. Some people believe he could be a first-round pick, as well as Cordrea Tankersley from Clemson, who almost declared this year, and Desmond King out of Iowa, who led the nation in interceptions. Of course, Cameron Sutton out of Tennessee, a senior leader uh, coming off an injury. We'll be keeping an eye on him. And then, of course, small school love with the Middle Tennessee State. Of course, via LSU, Jeremy Kutcher, big-bodied cornerback there. DeMonte Kazi from San Diego State representing the Mountain West. Jordan Lewis from Michigan, a slot cover cornerback. A lot of first-round love with the preseason hype uh, as well. Justin, out in your neck of the woods, uh, Chidobi Awuze from Colorado. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Tongue twister there. Desmond Lawrence from North Carolina. And rounding out the initial top ten is Marquez White from Florida State. And, uh, Joe, a lot of, lot of uh, heavy-hitting names here. Uh, any guy that stands out to you? Well, I love DeMonte Casey. Actually, I'll take that whole Aztec secondary for that matter. But you got to start with the reigning Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year. He's racking it up tackles-wise, eight interceptions last season. He he could have declared but came back, and I think it's because he's returning to basically the class of that division. I mean, it's Boise State, it's San Diego State, and then a bunch of three-win teams. So why not uh, go go back, finish your degree, exit on top? I mean, I think maybe he was on the outside looking in of the top 100 anyways. I don't know what kind of grade he got, but it's probably the best decision. I think he's just a good boundary man. He does a great job of getting his hands on the ball, too. He's good in run support. I For a team that needs a start nickel or just a sub-package guy that could come right in. I, I think he's a form tackler and, you know, uh, like not NFL bloodlines, but I think his older brother was a uh, running back there, uh, Walter Casey. But, but bottom line, he's a plus athlete. I think but his size deficiencies, he's not that tall, but, you know, maybe put him on the inside. I, I just uh, what he does run sport wise and, and what kind of tackler he is. And once again, how he finds the football uh, no question, he's on a good defense, but he is the star of that defense. So I think he stands out. Definitely one to watch how his senior season progresses. Yeah, DeMonte Kazi, I mean, here's a guy he did declare, Joe, like you said, for the draft to, to see what his uh, grade was. I'm not sure what, what came back from the advisory board, but, Craig, one thing about the College Grid Iron Showcase, we have Craig Red, the co-owner of the College Grid Iron Showcase here on location. A lot of variety in the Cosgrid Iron Showcase. It's not just the Power Five conferences. It's some of the smaller schools. We're out here at the NEC conference, Kazi from the Mountain West conference. 
San Diego State, I believe, actually has six players on the watch list. So uh, how important is it as the game to have players represented on location across the nation, different conferences? It has to be. I mean, that, that's what we want to give the scouts. The scouts, we, we want to show them players from all over the place. We don't want to get locked in to the Power Five. We, we don't want to be the senior bowl, the East-West, who have a predominant FBS or, you know, the Power Five conferences. We, we want to showcase all that talent from around the country Smaller colleges, big colleges, we, we want to spread that talent around because there's a lot of talent out there and it's not just all locked into the Power Five. So I think it's important that we look at the smaller schools or the schools that don't get the notoriety or have the big TV deals. It's important that those guys are represented at our, at our game because those are the players that need that extra visibility. No doubt about it. And now we welcome in Justin Gamble to the conversation. And, you know, while we might not have some of the first-round picks, Justin, in this initial list here that we just announced, <laughs> there are some guys that NFL scouts could be uh, tabbing as first-round guys. Uh, who on this list, Justin, do you see that could fit in that category? Well, I mean, this list is filled with big school guys, you know, definitely the guys that are getting the hype coming into the season, um, Desmond King, Jordan Lewis. But when I look at this list and I kind of break it down by who has the actual the tape to back up, you know, the hype, and then who has the size and the traits to back it up, I think the only guys that I see ending up as first-rounders, I mean, this this is just an early guess, but my early guess, is uh, Tredavious White, Tankersley, and uh, Cameron Sutton. And I mean, I think those guys all have the they have the size. They have the they're not slight guys. You know, they're thick, well built guys, and they can play boundary. I, and they can play I think boundary. I, see, I think I, I think I only see three first rounders on this list right now, and I'd say those are probably the guys I would bet my money on. Yeah, and you know, listen, uh, underclassmen always throws a monkey wrench into the equation. So we're talking about Demonte Kazi right now, Mountain West Conference. This guy, hey, he might slide to the Cosgrid on showcase. A, by the time it's all said and done with the underclassmen who declare. But let's move on to the uh, group two for the Cods Gridiron Showcase watch list. Of course, you can log on to cgsallstar.com for the entire list, over 400 prospects counting down to January 7th in Bedford, Texas. And uh, we're going to go Cole Luke from Notre Dame, Dwayne Thomas out of LSU, Shaq Wiggins from Louisville via Georgia, Tony Bridges, the transfer at Ole Miss, William Likely, undersized, but likely to take it to distance when he returns kicks. This guy is one of the premier kick returners in the nation. Ishmael Adams out of UCLA. Taylor Reynolds from James Madison, a very uh, fast-rising football program. J JMU really on the uprise. You even saw ESPN come down there last year and do a, a, a pregame show, college football game day. Tim Harris from Virginia. Tolando Cleveland from Mississippi State. And Greg Mabin from Iowa uh, we'll flip it and reverse it. We'll start over with Justin this time, but uh, we just unveiled the second group of guys here. Justin, who who are one or two guys here that you're going to be keeping close tabs on? Well, I like Tony Bridges out of Ole Miss. Um, he's part of that Landshark defense. He's a physical guy. He's a little he's a little undersized. I mean, he's six feet, but he's only 185 is what they had him listed at. Um, but I like him. He tackles. He's he's part of that aggressive style that Ole Miss brought. And then another guy that really stood out on tape was uh, Cole Luke. And every time I wanted to watch Kivari Russell last year, I kept seeing Cole Luke make plays on the other side of the field. And it was just impressive once I turned the tape on to him. 
how polished he was and how fluid his hips were. And unlike most young cornerbacks, he was the guy that always found the ball. And, I mean, that's a huge part of cornerback. That's an innate skill. And when you can find the ball consistently, you're going to make a lot of plays. And he was shutting people down last year. I was, I'm really excited to see uh, the steps that he can take this year and if he can raise himself into that top tier of cornerbacks. Oh, no doubt about it. He's definitely making a, uh, a very strong case heading into the season to kind of move up that ladder and a very talented cornerback class here. Joe, now we'll kick it over to Joe Everett moving around the horn, but a very talented, looks like a deep senior class. I mentioned a guy like William Likely, uh, you know, just on his kick return ability alone, Joe, some teams might be viewing him as a day two guy, but uh, who's on your radar here? I think absolutely likely that, like you said, the only downside of William Likely is he's probably 170 pounds soaking wet. Uh, That's the only, what, 5'7", so uh, where he fits in on the defensive side. But, yeah, he's just such an ace uh, at kick returns. Uh, I'll go with the last name on this list. I think just an underrated guy that I believe is an NFL player is Greg Maven at Iowa. Uh, Desmond King may get a, a lot more of the pub, and he's the Big Ten Conference defensive back of the year, whatever. Uh, Greg Maven, 6'2". He's got some long arms. He's got good range. He's got great starting experience. And this coaching staff uh, usually just assigns sides, so they just don't move him. They put him on the left. Whoever's coming left, Maven, you go shut him down. I kind of uh, like that uh, confidence he's got built up. We'll see how the senior season goes, but uh, – I the whole left side's his. I, I like uh, the defense he comes out of, too. I mean, they just keep producing talent. Uh, look at that bowl game, too, against Michigan State. I think he's got a lot of good game footage out there, and maybe a guy that's, as this uh, senior season uh, progresses, he's going to crawl up the board. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, Desmond King, King and uh, Greg Maben going to be lining up opposite of each other. It's going to be a lot of headaches, a lot of problems for some of those Big Ten uh, cornerbacks. Uh, Craig Red in the building, co-owner of the College Gridiron Showcase. I see you eyeing somebody on the list as well over here. I, I am. Tim Harris out of Virginia. That kid, if he has the season he he's projected to have and does what he did last year, he has all the size, speed to move up. And I don't know about be a first-round guy, but be that second, third-round guy. Be that second-day guy. It, you know, legit 6'2", 4'4", uh, kid, uh, super athletic and the way, the way the NFL is going and what we've certainly seen from our event, NFL locks to those big, oh, yeah. big corners. And, and he's a legit 6'2 guy. And most of the guys on this list are those 5'11", 6'0 right. guys. He's a legit 6'2", super athletic. If he has half of the season that he's projected to have, he's a guy who's going to go into the combine and probably earn himself a, a, a good payday. And, and move up the move up the charts very nicely. Yeah, there you have it, Tim Harris out of Virginia, and you know I know, fellas, we talked about this a lot on our podcast last year leading up to the draft. I mean, we had never seen so many cornerbacks listed over six foot tall. And a lot of times you were seeing safeties. It seems like a lot of guys that used to be free safeties now are moving to corner, and not only are they tall, they're fast. Yeah, I mean, these guys are running 4 4 40s now. That's what it takes. I mean, tall, fast, and I think in the future, safeties are going to be phased out of the NFL completely. You're just going to have five defensive backs. They're all going to be tall. They're all going to be fast. They're all going to cover, and they're all going to tackle. 
I'm talking 10, 20 years from now. There'll be no such thing as a cornerback, a free straight, safe, strong safe. They'll all be doing interchangeable parts. Uh, so and we're seeing more and more of that every year, bigger, stronger, faster, especially at the cornerback position. Let's keep it moving now over to the group three watch list here on the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. Of course, you can log on to cgsallstar.com. Follow them at CGS All Star. We have a uh, uh, weekend long of, uh, coverage of events. We'll be on location behind the scenes. If you're tuning in today, we're here at MetLife Stadium, NEC Media Day, just a taste of what's going to be going on at the College Gridiron Showcase. So we're moving to this Group Three uh, watch list, and a uh, lot of good players still to go. Nigel Tribune from Iowa State, Corn Elder out of Miami. Matthew Harris from Northwestern, Justice Nelson out of Texas Tech, Lamar Robbins down in South Florida, Bryson Eccles out of Texas, not too many Longhorns this year, Jeremy Clark from Michigan, Darian Hicks from Michigan State, Marcus Rios out of UCLA, and then Dominique Hatfield from Utah rounding out the Tier 3 list here of the College Gridiron Showcase watch list. There's actually 40 Four zero cornerbacks on the initial watch list. Of course, Craig will be expanding this uh, before the season kicks off. We'll have an expanded watch list, but for the time being, there's 40 initial cornerbacks here, and uh, we just rattled off the top 30. You can see the entire list again at the CGSAllStar.com. But as we dig deeper here, Joe, uh, I know this is one of your favorite areas where we dig for some of the guys in the crates, but who's a, a sleeper here on your radar in this Tier 3 group? Well, I know I may be showing a little Big Ten favoritism, but I'm going with Matthew Harris, uh, Northwestern. I, I want kids that come from good defenses, and this guy, he's been a starter since his freshman year, uh, earned all Big Ten 13 just last year. I think he's got adequate length, but I love his speed. Love the program. Coached under Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, excels in man coverage. Uh, I think he's got a good change of direction. We'll see, you know, how all these tests work out, what happens in the off season. But he can read, he can react, and he can hit. So uh, he could play football in any team I root for. Uh, I just think he's a leader. And also the fact he's been a major part of what was a huge turnaround for the Wildcats. I, I think that's a kid that you'd welcome to any locker room. So I'd argue uh, Harris should be ranked maybe, maybe just a touch higher now uh, looking at it. All right, Joe. Well, we know who we have to thank for that one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll go kick it over to Justin now. Uh, always, always giving you the names you need to know first here at the NFL Draft Bible. Justin, uh, hit us with who you got. My sleeper uh, is Corn Elder. I remember I wrote about him last year in our risers and sliders thing, and uh, he was a part of my risers. And every time I watched Corn Elder. He jumps off the screen, and sometimes it's not even coverage. Um, I watch this kid, you know, set the edge, take on tight ends, and, you know, wrap up the ball carrier in the backfield. This guy is a dog, and I think that's an underrated trait when you watch cornerbacks. Not a lot of people realize that to play cornerback in the NFL, you can't be, you know, soft. You have to be able to get your hands dirty. And uh, every time I watch him, he's battling. He's battling downfield. He's battling in the, you know, he'll come up and in the box and make plays. Um, when I, I, my, I didn't want to get biased on him, you know, because I like the physical guy, so I made sure I wanted to watch make sure that he had the coverage skills. And when I watch him, uh, gorgeous change, change of direction ability. 
Um, he has the length, even though he's only 5'10". He battles for the ball. I don't want to be one of those guys that just said things to say things, but I think as undersized corners go, he has the ability, the potential to rise up to where Jordan Lewis is being hyped at right now. Um, he, there's not much he can't do, and you know, guys that, guys that have an attitude like that definitely catch the eyes of scouts and in interviews you know, later down the road when the combine and all that other stuff happens. I think he has potential to rise up to really high. All right, very good. There you have it. We're running through the cornerback watch list show. I'm joined by Craig Red on location at MetLife Stadium at the NEC Media Day, and we're going to welcome in Jose Jefferson, the other co-owner of the game, in just a second. First off, we're going to uh, sign off the stars of the show. And uh, first off, Joe, thanks for joining us here. Uh, we ran through the list uh, here, the cornerbacks today. Next week, we'll be running through safeties as well as special teams. Any parting shots for the people before you sign off, Joe? Uh, just looking forward to special teams, actually. I got a kicker I think uh, is going to be setting some records at the next level, so I'll just leave you over that. <laughs> leave it up to Joe to get pumped up for the special teams, right? <laughs> All right, and then uh, Justin. Final thoughts here before you part. I know you have some good stuff uh, coming out on the NFLDraftBible.com. You've been uh, sticking your nose back into the film, getting ready for scouting reports 2017 style already. Yes, sir. And I do want to say, finally, my hometown Buffaloes have some legit NFL prospects, maybe more than one or two. Um, keep an eye on Chidobi Awuzie. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting to some of the bus games this year and checking him out. So, Hopefully I'll have a good scouting report on him soon. Uh, I just need to see some more of the guy. Absolutely. That's uh, Joe Everett and Justin Gamble. We thank you guys, and we'll be back here uh, next Thursday, probably around 1 p.m. Eastern time, to break down the safeties and the special teams. And that was Joe Everett, Justin Gamble. We thank them for joining us on the Defiance Fuel Hotline. And uh, can't stop, won't stop. We just keep it moving, Craig. Uh, we're going to welcome in your partner now, Jose Jefferson, joining us on the Defiance Fuel Hotline. How are we doing today, Jose? What's going on? You, you big-timers uh, at the media day. Shoot, I need to be there. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're here. We're here at the NEC media day. And uh, about uh, 10 days from now, we'll be on location at the AAC media day, uh, representing the wow. NFL Draft Bible and College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. But, uh Jose, uh, big personnel guy here, and you heard Justin talk about change of direction. I know, uh, you know, you guys do various drills at the College Gridiron uh, Showcase with the with the coaching staff on hand. I know I'm always a, a big a fan of uh, checking out the cornerbacks' hips. I like to see how they open up, when they change direction, coming in and out of the back pedal. But Jose, what are some of the different types of drills and and some of the skill sets that scouts are going to be looking at on hand down in Bedford, Texas at the College Gridiron Showcase? You know, a lot with the DBs is just the ease of getting in and out of breaks. You know, when they when they see and react to the ball, is if, if it's a labored type of, you know, deal to get in and out of a break. So obviously the simple stuff is, you know, the things that are easy to point out are hips, footwork, and things of that nature, but how natural – it is for these guys to do these drills is another thing. Um, I think one skill that is very underrated um, that they're starting to, it's starting to come around is ball skills. Um, you know, some of the best corners in the game have great ball skills. 
I mean, when the ball's thrown their way and they have a chance to catch it, they're not missing it. There's very few guys in the, the top corners in the league, you know, the the Petersons, the, the Shermans, you know, and, uh, you know, your guy in New York, uh, Mr. Jets over there. I mean, they don't miss the balls that are coming to them. And that was one thing that we work on is a lot of ball skills uh, to make sure that, you know, they're able to do something with the ball once it's in their hands or at least get to the ball. But um, like I said, change of direction, footwork, hips, um, ease of, just the ease of them getting in and out of breaks and, and how they control themselves. Rick Saratello with Jose Jefferson, Craig Red, co-owners of the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium held in Bedford, Texas, January 7th through the 11th. Jose, before you came on, we were just talking about the length of the cornerbacks that we see coming out of college. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen so many six-foot-plus cornerbacks uh, <laughs> like we did a, a, in last year's draft. Is this a growing trend? Is this is this something you guys notice at the College Gridiron Showcase as well, that each year it seems like these guys are getting bigger and bigger? Well, it's it's just kind of um, how the game has evolved to where, um, you know, think back about five, maybe even ten years ago to where a strong running game, one big receiver and, um, you know, a tight end, you know, and then everybody else is pretty medium height. But now since the passing game – is so prevalent in the NFL now, um, you want big corners or bigger corners to be able to combat some of the smaller, quicker receivers because if you can get hands on these guys, I mean, they're, they, they still have to get off the jam and, and be able to make a move. And so the bigger your corner, the more athletic he is, the more able they're going to be able to transition from a, a big receiver like a Dez Bryant all the way down to a Julian Edelman, you know, so – uh, it's it's just the athlete, you know. Plus, like, look at Richard Sherman's a perfect example. He started out as a receiver, and he was athletic enough to make the transition to DB, and I think that's what a lot of um, um, schools are doing. Um, Gary, um, Gary Patterson, the head coach at TCU, he is notorious for taking two- and three-star running backs out of Texas and converting them to safeties and corners and say, hey, if you stick with me for – four or five years, you'll be in the NFL, and he's right. Because they're athletic, they already have the footwork, they can take the impact, you know, the physical, and all they have to do is learn, you know, the defensive concept of, of the game. So it is a growing trend. All right, we got Jose Jefferson and Craig Wright on the show at the same time on location, MetLife Stadium. Anything you want to say to Jose out there, Craig? <laughs> and you need to be here with us. <laughs> maybe <laughs> next week you, you, you get to get out here we're going to have to fly you out here man for the next one but uh, I would love it I would love to be here, out man. there I'm a, I'm a junkie it would be great to be out there and, and seeing all the prospects and, and being around the coaches and it's yeah I, I was fortunate enough to be at a Big Ten media day about about six years ago and it was an experience, you know, I mean, just to, to be around it. So I can imagine how you guys are feeling right now. So I'm jealous. <laughs> well, we got 90 seconds left in the show. Jose, any parting shots, anything else that our listening audience should know about before we sign off? We're ready to roll. I mean, we're going to be bigger and better, and, and we're just looking forward to bigger things um, as good or better players and, and a better production from CGS. All right, that's Jose Jefferson. Jose, we always appreciate you hopping on with us, and uh, we'll be talking next week. Safeties and specials. Sounds good. Take care, guys. All right, talk to you soon.
All right, that was Jose Jefferson, and we turn it over to uh, Craig Red. We got about 40 seconds left in the show. Craig, parting shot for the people out there. Stay tuned because we have big things coming up, and if you're a player, we're watching. Keep keep playing. We're watching because uh, I said 2017. We're going bigger, better, and bolder. And AAC Media Day, we're coming for you next. So. Check us out, cgsallstar.com, on Twitter, at cgsallstar, nfldraftbible.com. Shout out to Joe Everett, Justin Gamble, Jose Jefferson, Craig Red for Rick Saratella. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Make it easy. Nice, dude. And we got...